Hello and welcome to Touchline from Kasper Els and Mark Cameron. Hello Mark. Hi Kas. Nice being outside of the studio but at Toti Rugby Club tonight with our special guest. That on the field itself and that's what we talk about is rugby so no better place than being at the club itself. Yes Mark. We welcome Mr. Mark Mazzotti tonight from MVM Holdings. MVM Holdings have 51% shares in the, in the Sharks um, to the value of 6 million US dollars. Mr. Mazzotti is currently working out of New York as a lawyer at MVM Holdings. MVM Holdings doing fund formation, private equity and asset management. Welcome, Marco. Welcome, guys. Uh, very, very nice to meet you. I'd like to settle uh, the record once and for all. And Memson Toady High School is a much better school than Kingsway High School. <laughs> Mark, that's for you. <laughs> uh, seeing that you're our guest at Toady Rugby Club, I will, uh, won't say I'll accept that, but I'll take it for that. And uh, we hope to uh, prove you wrong in the, in the near future. Marco, growing up in, in the Mums and Toti, going to Toti High School, um, going to UKZN University, how was it like growing up in, in your era in, in the Mums and Toti? Mums and Toti was uh, a wonderful place to grow up. Um, I, I grew up on, on the border of a Mams and Toti, so a little bit beyond uh, the River Gardens Hotel at a, uh, on a road called Ello Road. Um, uh, it was a very vibrant community at that time. Uh, lots of different cultures in that part of a Mams and Toti. I spent a lot of time along the Mams and Toti River fishing and, and playing with my friends. Um, I had a great experience in a Mams and Toti schools. Uh, I played a lot of cricket. I also nice. played cricket for Mems and Toady uh, Cricket Club. I came to a lot of Mems and Toady uh, rugby games. Uh, all in all, it was um, you know, a wonderful community to be yes. part of and to grow up in. Marco, if I can just ask this question then. Um, obviously, you're a passionate rugby supporter, hence the fact that you bought shares into the Sharks and your vision and, and things that Gus will elaborate on a little bit just now. But uh, obviously growing up in Toti, playing the sport for Toti High, as you say, you, you were a keen rugby player, but your, your, your turn came when you obviously decided to play cricket. Yet you still follow the game passionately. That's why you're part of, part of the Sharks and come back, to, yeah. come back to South Africa. And obviously thanks for, for not going to the Stormers. <laughs> uh, we'll take that one. How did it work that, that you decided to go that route, yet you're so passionate about the rugby game? Um, you know, I did captain the first team cricket at Mamsum Toady High School. Um, you know, I played cricket every day. I lived and breathed it. I loved it. Uh, God just didn't bless me with the body of a rugby player. Um, <laughs> it gave, he gave me a little bit of a rugby brain. Um, but that's it. And, you know, as you know, after I left uh, school, after I left Mamsum Toady, uh, when you live outside of the country, you know, rugby is one of the ways you maintain your South African heritage. Um, okay. And, you know, I, I have three children. Um, one, of, one of my kids is a boy, Alexander, uh, my middle child. And it was one of the ways we, we bonded. We traveled together to go watch uh, the Springboks play. Uh, we watched the Sharks games. Um, it was one of the ways that I ma maintained my South African heritage. The, one of the ways I felt connected continuously uh, to South Africa and you know over time um, just 
you know, started learning more and more about the game and just really um, developing to, into a crazy, lunatic, passionate, studious fan of the game. Just a question on that. Your, your son, is he a Springbok or an Eagle? <laughs> he is definitely a Springbok. He is yeah. definitely. Uh, Good to hear. He's been, you know, he's been dragged around all over the world to watch. Um, in a Springbok you know, jersey. In a Springbok jersey. Well done. And, and cap. That's it. It's, it's nice that you're saying a Springbok. Obviously, you're still a Springbok yourself. But it's also nice knowing now that uh, maybe you've done that prior to, to investing in the Sharks. But I also see on your profile pics and that you, uh, you're now a staunch Sharks supporter with your Sharks gear and that. So, obviously, the heritage is strong in South Africa. <laughs> it, de it definitely is. And by the way, when I was growing up, it was the Banana Boys. Yes, and I have to... I had to, you know, in, in my heyday, suffer through the shot, the Banana Boys playing B-section Curry Cup Rugby. Do you remember that? Yes. And the pain, the pain, the pain of that. <laughs> and, and then we came back, you know. And now we're the Sharks, the global brand. Now that's we're going to take brand. the world by storm. Brilliant. Uh, Marco, moving away from, from rugby a little bit, um, making it in the world of business internationally, what did it take to... to from your side, coming from Toti to make it as big as you have internationally? Um, you know, that's, that's a good question and, and, a, and a hard question to answer, you know. Um, it was, you know, a lot of hard work, a lot of perseverance, uh, you know, values that I learned in a Mamson Toti, um, and a little bit of luck. Um, you know, New York is a wonderful, wonderful city. I feel like a New Yorker. I've been, I spent the first 23 years of my life uh, in South Africa, mostly in Memphis and Toadie, and the next 30 in New York. And um, I, I joined the right, the right firm that was yes. taking off. Um, it was pretty thoughtful and strategic about my career and went into the right area, private equity, which was taking off at the time. And like any business, including the rugby business, um, the more people you meet with, the more people you connect with, the more the more you maintain uh, your network, uh, you'll be surprised how how it takes your career uh, in, into the right direction. So a lot of a lot of the investors in the sharks are people that I met 20 years ago. Um, you know, Vince Vincent May and I are the, are the two largest uh, investors and the controlling partners of of MVM, which is Marco V Masadi. Um, consortium uh, but I have uh, you know a few friends and clients who are sports team owners from you know other other sporting codes um, and there are people that I met along the way uh, and man maintain the relationship with so you know hard work perseverance luck being strategic you know you know f you know making sure you stay in touch with you know people you meet along the way uh, are the way to build a career so if I can just ask the um New York, was that an obvious choice or was that a, a career path that, that you had to take and obviously leave South Africa to, to make it over there or how did it come about that that was your now place of residence? You know, every, you know, and, and maybe this is an, a piece of advice I can give to, you know, to some of the young rugby players is uh, listen to the woman in your life. Uh, <laughs> you know, I've, I've got a strong mother, a wonderful sister and... You know, I, I actually went initially, uh, I got a U.S. government scholarship and I went to a law school at the University of Virginia uh, and, and uh, I met my now wife um, who was moving to New York to work. And so, you know, it, it, it wasn't by strategic, it wasn't by strategic design, but once I got there, I realized it was the right place for me. 
I never actively decided uh, to immigrate. Uh, I came back uh, for the election in 1994. Actually, this is the anniversary of it. I, I came back uh, to clerk at the Constitutional Court in the first term of the court under final constitution. Um, and, you know, it, it took me a while, you know, once I started having children, you know, to realize that, you know, um, you know that, was my, that, that was my home. But, but again, people who you meet along the way sort of take your career in places that are unexpected. I think the women in the mums and toti will love that comment. <laughs> um, you, you and your company, MVM, um, involvement in, in sport in general and then in the Sharks specifically, how did that come about? How, how did that happen? It, you know, it's you know there were there were there were lots of there were lots of things and f and, and forgive the long-winded answer, but you know I I sat in that stadium at, at Yokohama in, in 2019. I had lunch with Francois Pinar, who's uh, become a good friend of mine. I helped him with his foundation in the United States. And uh, by the way, I love that music in the background. <laughs> I, I, I then um, you know I watched the events that took place on that field, you know, sat in that seat for an hour after, you know, with my eyes sparkling um, and, and really appreciated that rugby is a wonderful platform for doing everything you're interested in. I'm interested in mentoring, um, you know, young South Africans. Uh, I'm interested in the, the business of sport. I'm passionate about the sport of rugby. It, you know, if you're entering the next phase of your life, uh, it's a wonderful platform for satisfying all of your interests. I'm interested in re-engaging you know, with South Africa at, at this stage of my life. So it provided all those things. And then I got a call from a close friend who was an independent director of the Stormers, Andre van der Fien, a very talented South African businessman, and said to me, I think he was thinking that, you know, he knows the, you know, the nature of my relationships in the United States with some of the sports team owners there, that perhaps I could find someone to invest in the Stormers. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd introduce Saracens to two potential um, owners and it took me along the path you know I didn't know the sharks were available um, you know it took me along the path of of thinking about um, you know putting to an, an investor group together you know for the stormers and when I came down and it was an art you know it was it was a long journey yes um, and I, I learned a lot along the way but while I was down here you know I said to him well you know just as by comparison I wonder you know, I wonder what the valuation of the Sharks is. I wonder what that deal could look like. Just so I have something else to compare it to. And when that happened, um, and I got to know, you know, the franchise more in a, in, in a business sense, and I got to understand its vision, um, it just all, all came together. I realized um, that, you know, it satisfied Vincent's interests. Um, he's interested in in the Eastern Cape as well. I thought it'd be a good place for Sia. I thought it would be, you know, we could do something special with Rock Nation. And it all it all came together. And there was a right management team in place. Yes. You know, I, I sent Dr. Edward Sia an email and I, and I got back a response immediately. I yeah. asked for some due, due diligence. I got it back in, in, in two days. Um, it was what I'm used to in New York. Yes. On the ball and in your face almost. Correct. Proactive, aggressive behavior. That's what you want to see. Yes. Your advice to youngsters um, in any career coming out of Toti, what's, what's the, the heart that you will, will give them in advice? 
Look, I mean, Toti is a wonderful place to grow up. Um, it's got a great school system. It's a wonderful community. Uh, you are coming out with uh, all of the tools you need to survive in the outside world. There are lots of great Toti success stories. Um, so take the world by storm. You know, take the world by storm. It's important, you know, you know, like in everything, the world is a competitive place. The world is enormous, and you know, the people who complain, in, you know, in Durban are not too similar to the people who complain in New York. Every, everyone's complaining in today's world. Uh, you know, leave Toti positive, and be prepared to work hard and persevere, and you'll be just fine. So, so in in, in asking that question and your answer, and, and thank you for that. If I can. Seeing that we the, we are at Toti Rugby Club and and that was your your idea to come here and thank you for that I think it's a great setup and and, and nice for the the players and and coaching staff obviously to meet you so if I can ask the same question um, from a Toti Rugby Club point of view um, obviously it's your hometown you'd like the community to obviously buy into the Toti Toti brand and and take us further, what what would you like to see happening from a Mamsam Toti Rugby Club point of view and the success? Because obviously what we'd like to do and your investments in the Sharks is to get the young guys coming through our ranks in a Mamsam Toti and then obviously featuring and instead of going to the Durban clubs, persevering here and then and then going through into the shark setup. So so what would your vision for something like that be here by us? You know, clubs like a Mems and Toadie Rugby Club, you know, are enormously important for the community. Um, I don't know what the right answers are for, for club rugby in a Mems and Toadie or South Africa. What I'd like to see, what the vision would be, is this field that we're sitting next to, you know, populated with rugby players who are having a great time, uh, who stay in a Mems and Toadie, you know, contribute uh, to the community um, and have a great time. Um, you know, that, that would be a wonderful thing to see. On, on that note, just the last question then. Um, MVM's vision, your vision for club rugby as an investor in, um, in the Sharks, what, what would that be? Well, part of, part of the Sharks deal, um, the, the union uh, remains a shareholder in the Sharks. So we're 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 acquired 51%. Um, they have a very important role to play. Clubs um, provide talent. Our club members fill the seats. Yes. Um, they're an important part of. So you know, I'd like a vibrant club scene uh, that that support the Sharks, and and I think it's important. And that's why it's in the interest of the professional part of of the rugby business in KwaZulu Natal. To be involved in, you know, and to support uh, the continued growth of the club system. Sorry, Marco. Thanks for that. And just on on another question on your answer. So obviously, being a 51% shareholder in the Sharks, I can only assume that you have some say in obviously how the brand expands and like you're talking about now in clubs being the Sharks getting involved in club rugby and that. Is that a major focus point from MVM as well to say, obviously, local is lacquer, so you keep it keep it close and try not to invest too much external, but try and get them through the system? Is that part of the vision that you guys have with the Sharks? You know, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't say it's a, a, core, a core part of, part of the vision. I think, um, 
I don't know how much how much time we have, but I think you need both for franchise like the Sharks. You, you need both a short-term strategy and and a long-term one, um, and need to really think about what what success means for you. Um, uh, you know, on a short-term basis, I think you need to focus on, you know, four or five things and and get everyone focus on them. You know, rebranding the franchise a bit with the assistance of of Rock Nation, um, maybe a a few player additions to grow and develop with a little bit of experience to grow and develop the enormous, um, you know, talent uh, that is there. Putting in place what I call a player's first program. We're going to hire around it a business development office, uh, an alumni uh, officer, um, life coaching, an endowment, a foundation to support players after the career, all, all of the things uh, that grow and develop the human capital. So I think we focus on it, on on that more. Um, the Sharks have shown uh, they, they can certainly attract uh, the young talent. The best young talent in the country exists at, at the Sharks right now. I think just in terms of uh, club club rugby, part of the investment in the Stormers involved an investment, a continued investment in the union, and hopefully, you know, the, the terms of the deal are confidential, but hopefully that'll trickle down to the clubs and I, and I do think it's important I mean we want to get every you know boy and girl because that's where a lot of the growth of rugby is yes, uh, around the world um, holding a rugby ball yes. uh, throughout throughout the province it can only benefit the professional part of the business and then just a, a last one from myself uh, off air I can't remember if we spoke about it on air now but off air we spoke about Saracens and, and yeah. involvement in that there um, like like the Sharks, the mm -hmm. Saracens franchise is is known worldwide and a, and a massive franchise. Um, I know in, in the past, pre-Super Rugby, the Sharks used to tour overseas and then play pre-friendlies and that. Would there be like a type of a relationship between the Sharks and, and Saracens? There are so many expats in, in, in that mm -hmm. part of the world as well and good friends of ours. I mean, our... 95 Rugby World Cup, uh, Captain Francois Pinot was involved there, Brendan Fenter was involved there, and he's back at the Sharks. So uh, would there be like a, I won't say exchange program, but interlinking between the two major there's, clubs? Yeah, there's a very close relationship, in, including um, at the ownership level. Um, uh, and, and, and that's, you know, that's, that's purposeful. Um, you know, the hope is uh, we have a very, very close relationship with Saracens. You know, the hope is that it can grow into something more formal because I think you need to have that. We need to create opportunities for young players, for players at the end of careers to play in, um, uh, in, in, in the premiership. And, and the hope is to also have that in the, in the United States. Uh, so you need, you need that global network of close, but we have a very close relationship with Saracens at the ownership level and, and the hope is to, uh, to formalize it. And, and by the way, they have a very similar culture, very similar culture that they type with, so it's a very natural fit for us. Marco, thank you very, very much. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your input. Um, very insightful in, in all the information you've given us. Um, we appreciate, really appreciate your time coming down to Toti and come and talk to us. Thanks a lot. And everyone, don't forget what I said about Toti High. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I'll, we'll speak Take off, it under we'll speak off okay. Um, okay. Marco, just from my side as well, I want to say thank you. Um, I must say, initially, when I tried to make contact with you, I thought, oh, this is going to be a tough one. Um, you've actually been very nice from the beginning. 
Um, so thank you for accepting our, our offer to come and visit. And, and to be honest, today wouldn't have been possible had you not said you're coming to South Africa and you'd like mm -hmm. to come and sit here and meet with us. I mean, you could have just turned a, turned an eye and looked the other way. So thank you for that. Thank you for your involvement. I wish you all the success in, in New York, more than you currently have at the moment. And then obviously in the, in the Sharks setup, may they grow from strength to strength and may you guys keep pushing them for us to be world beaters at the end of the day. Thank you for your time. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Marco. Have a good evening. Okay, thanks. Thanks. Bye-bye.